What's up guys, this is Taking the Field with Stevie Mack and on this episode we're going to be talking the PLL merger with Major League Lacrosse. We talked about it on the podcast a few weeks ago, but today I'm joined once again by my buddy Phil Rothermick and we're going to break this down for you guys and talk a lot more about what we've seen, what we've heard, and everything that we have to look forward to with this merger and what it means for pro lacrosse and just the sport of lacrosse in general. But Phil, welcome back to the show, my friend. Thanks so much. I'm happy to be here, Stevie. I always love joining you on the podcast, of course. Absolutely. Always great to have you and guys like Jordan as well. We had on a few months ago. Always great talking with you guys. But Phil, just give me your initial thoughts on what this merger, what kind of went through your head when you first found out about it? Because I know for a lot of us, we woke up that Wednesday morning and jumped on Twitter first thing and we saw the news and a lot of us didn't really believe it, but as the day went on, it I think it started sinking in for a lot of people and it became more real by the end of that day. But just give me your initial thoughts on it. Yeah, like you, of course, I woke up, I had a mandatory company-wide meeting that, that morning, right? Uh-huh. So I take an hour, I get dressed, everything, I sit down, and it's a Zoom call. I sit down, look at the, you know, look at everybody. And the second they click, you know, go like, hey, guys, was the second I have me looking at my phone and I see PLL merges with the MLL. <laughs> and like, they're in full panic mode because I'm like, I have to do something, but I can't miss this. So I think I sent out one quick tweet and then set it down. And then as I'm sitting here doing this, I can hear my phone just going, <laughs> I'm sitting there unbelievable but the second that meeting ended i jumped right on it i read the press release started seeing people's reactions my honest thought is this is a wonderful wonderful thing uh now people come out of college they get drafted they go to the league there's no longer which one are they going to sign with you know which league is going to get the number two draft pick which league is going to do this that where are the kid where's the kid going to go anything like that and it's also good for people watching, right? Because it was before I have people that I would tell about the PLL. And they'd say, oh, I caught that on ESPN2 the other night. And I'd say, well, that's the MLL. And they'd say, well, what's that? And then I'd be having to explain everything. Now that's taken care of. We don't have to worry about that. Now it's I saw it on NBC, NBC Sports, whatever it is. And people are excited. They're seeing pro lacrosse. So it's now unified in a big, big way, and it, it's just, it's great for the sport, it's awesome, and this upcoming year is going to be extra exciting, keep your eyes on the draft, right, because we have got major studs coming over from the MLL, and where are they going to end up, no idea, and that's the way I like it, Stevie. I love it so much, it's, it's great thing. Yeah, and and you kind of touched on a lot of the stuff that we're going to get into a little bit more as this episode rolls on. I just wanted to get your thoughts initially on this whole merger and everything that goes into it. And I know for me, you talked about having that meeting and everything going on and just the timing of how that all went down. I know for me, I got up and jumped on our PLL Pioneers group that we're both a part of along with Jordan Johnson and a few other people, but I jumped on that and somebody had posted the original article that was published about it. 
and they said like okay is this true like what's going on and i i opened it thinking okay this is probably going to be those kind of how we did a few months ago here on the podcast the sort of what if scenario of of how that would all go down so i'm thinking okay so somebody probably just wrote another article about that and then as i'm reading it i'm thinking oh th- this is this is real like this is this is an actual thing and so like I said, I think a lot of people just had that thing where as the day went on, it kind of sunk in and became more and more real. And and you saw a lot of people with their reactions on Twitter, whether they liked it, didn't like it. They weren't really sure how they felt. But like I said, I think for a lot of them, it was still just kind of sinking in. It was kind of this new, we're not really sure what's going to happen, but we know that, or at least we hope that it really puts lacrosse into a another level that they've never been to yet and that was another thing that we talked about in that past episode was just being able to bring lacrosse to that next episode so i guess and you like i said you already kind of touched on this but it why is this a good thing and who really ultimately benefits from it because like i said we saw people on twitter saying oh well i don't think this is very good for the sport because of a b and c and i'll explain more about that as i said a little bit later on in this episode but why is this or even is it good for lacrosse and who specifically benefits from something like this do you think i think it's it benefits the viewers like i said there in terms of watching, where to watch, and understanding what they're watching. Um, before, I think it was confusing if you would have saw two, uh, I mean, saw the PLL and the MLL, and you were just a casual fan, and then you might think that's the same league. That's going to get confusing. So I think the viewer definitely wins. Uh, so obviously that goes with the fans. I think to a level, the players win um, because now it's no longer – I liked playing against this guy, but he's in that league. Or I'm really good friends with this guy. I mean, we're, we're really close, but he's in that league. I'm in this league, and I would love to be you know, playing against him or something like that. Uh, but now all the players, it's, you're there. You're together. I mean, Lyle Thompson might play against uh, Apple. You know, I mean, who knows? And it, or or uh, Tucker Durkin. It's fun now to see those sort of things. So I think that's definitely a win. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, that that's what all of us fans wanted, right? We all dream of those matchups. Like I said, Lyle Thompson, Tucker Durkin, or whoever it might be, Jared Newman, whatever. And now we as fans finally get to stop wondering, and we're gonna get to start seeing. And and at the end of the day, I mean, that's that's what it is about, right? Without all the fans. Uh, you don't have viewers. Without viewers, you, you don't have ticket sales and all that, and then you don't have anything. Um, but also, one other thing I think, another thing that wins is the college kids going to the draft. Um, it's going to create fewer kids getting drafted because there's only one league now. However, um, there's no longer that pressure of, oh, well, the Hammerheads drafted me, but so did Chaos. Um, Chaos might offer this money to me or this many years, and they might offer. And then there's that sort of thing. That doesn't exist anymore, too. So I think those are all some positives. Yeah, absolutely. And I I totally agree with everything you said. And I think just from a a player's standpoint, as you mentioned, I think that one of the things that the PLL said basically from day one that this league came around back in October of 2018, I believe, yeah, 2018, was that they wanted to be that fifth professional league in North America. So you talk about the NBA, NFL, MLB, all that. They wanted to be that next league right up there with them, and they were going to do 
everything that it took to get there from a from a business standpoint from a from a product standpoint on the field and this is how we talked about in that previous episode that what if scenario this was how they were going to be able to do that because they advertise the best players in the world but you can't really say that until you have a guy like Lyle Thompson playing in the PLL and different guys like that and now they do and one thing that we'll talk about here in a minute is what does this do for the growth of the sport? And I think that when you talk about something like that, you when you talk about growth, you have to look, I think, more so at the youth level, which is what the PLL has been targeting is growing the youth level. But I think when you talk about growth, you can't really talk about that in terms of the professional league, because with the professional league, when you're trying to get up there with the NFL and the MLB, those guys are considered like the 1% of guys that play that sport. And now the PLL has the ability to create that with lacrosse and creating that 1% of guys that make it to the league, as you mentioned, because now they are that outdoor professional league. It's not them and the MLL, it's just them. Yeah, I think one of the big benefits in terms of growing the sport here that the PLL has really capitalized on is social media, right? I mean, they are on top of it, whether it's Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, YouTube, whatever it is, right? They have really capitalized on that. And I know my generation, your generation, and then as generations go lower and lower, it's all about social media. That's what it is. I don't know that I ever saw the MLL capitalize that on that as much as I do the PLL. Yeah. Um, so now we have all that under one roof. So all the players are together and we have that social media uh, way of connecting. And that's going to create more fans as it already has. But now we have even more players that are even better. So it's just kind of this perfect snowball effect that is gathering more fans, more players. Everybody's joining in. Um, and, and the sport will continue to grow. Yeah, and I think to your point about social media, the PLL definitely does it in a way that I don't think we've seen even in the NFL or NBA or whatever. They, they've definitely set themselves apart in that way as well. And I think that you didn't really see, you mentioned the MLL wasn't really on that level as them. I don't think you really saw them even really attempting to be on that level even until the PLL came along and said, well, you know, look what they're doing over here. Like we, we need to be able to, to step up our game and sort of match that level as well. So I, I think that in that regard, that was good for the MLL to raise their level of social media and things like that. But obviously that's no longer going to be an issue now that they're part of the PLL. But I guess now that we've talked about all of that, the next... If I can add on to that real quick, Stevie. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I want to say with social media, I think is really cool that is different, is the players interact with fans. And oh, you yeah. see that often. And you see players follow fans, talk with fans, banter with fans, whatever it is. That's a huge difference maker. And I know that when the PLL started, they really encouraged players to start accounts if they weren't on Instagram or Twitter. They encouraged players to use hashtags. They encouraged, like they kind of gave them a little uh, social media 101. So they weren't just doing it for their brand, but also for the players. And because the storyline of any sport to succeed is the players. We all know LeBron. Right. We all know his thing. Yeah. That's why he's fun or you hate him, whatever. 
And that's what makes someone like Jared Newman. You know, he went to Rhode Island. You know, he's at the chaos. He's got all this swagger, and he has the fastest shot, which makes him fun to watch because now we know about him. So uh, just to kind of hammer in that, that social media thing a little bit further, I think that's something really special that they did. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even just over the summer, I had Pat Harbison reply to one of my tweets um, about something. I think I was saying something about short stick D mids because I used to play short stick D mid for a few years. So I think he was responding to something about that. And then even just yesterday, I was um, I tweeted something the other day about buying more premier lacrosse gear. And I was like, hey, does anybody have any, any suggestions? And um Connor Farrell actually replied and said, hey, you should probably uh, check out getting a Chrome jersey. And I was like, oh, well, you know, since you were my uh, you were my fantasy faceoff guy this summer, maybe I should. And he was like, honestly, you should like go for it. So just kind of funny interactions like that just randomly popping up. But yeah, I think that's definitely really cool because anytime I see that, I'm like, wait, who replied to this tweet? Like, that's so cool. Um, So yeah, that's definitely a big part of it, I think. But like I said, now that we've talked kind of everything we know up to this point in terms of the merger and everything that's going on there, we kind of have to at least touch a little bit on what's going to come. And we talked about this before we started recording this episode is the different drafts, whether it's going to be expansion, entry draft, collegiate draft, different things like that, and just all the different players that are going to be now funneling into the PLL over the next probably four or five months or so, I would imagine. But then I realized the other day that one of the things not being so much talked about too is PLL free agency because anybody that wasn't extended before the championship series, I I think it would be safe to assume is now going to be a free agent going into 2021. And yes, there were a lot of guys that were extended right before the championship series, but there were also, I feel like a lot of guys that weren't. And those are guys that are going to have their names potentially entered into that PLL player pool. So Yes, we have the merger and everything going on with that, but there is so much yet to be decided over the next four or five months or so, like I said. So just kind of give me your thoughts on what we can expect here with all these different drafts going on and player movement and just all the craziness we're about to see. <laughs> you know, I think uh, I think the PLL is going to have to create a lot more jerseys for the fans to buy. I'll say that. <laughs> um, you for know, sure. We have the Boston Cannons or Cannons LLC, excuse me, we have that. We have a new team. You know, I mean, they're from the MLL, but they're rebranded. The roster's gone. It's a new team, essentially. Yeah. Fortunately, I hope that every team expands their roster just a little so we can get some more players on there. But, I mean, buddy, buddy, <laughs> we already had so many, so many talented players in this league that it, it's unbelievable how many we had. And getting the new, you know, the new entry draft last year, we saw a lot of players coming in from that. Excuse me, the entry draft, we saw a lot of players coming in from that that we were all excited about, right? Yeah. Well, now take that entry draft and times it by 50 or whatever, 20. And now we've got all those players coming into that. You've got the collegiate draft where you've got players like Michael Sowers and so on, which is another huge place for talent. Like you said, there's going to be the player pool because teams are going to have to cut players if they want to get more on. Now you've got that. You've got free agency. I think there will be many seasons, uh, not many, but there will be a number of seasons as the PLL continues to grow that will be shake-up things. You know? And then finally it will kind of settle itself out a little bit. 
like other sports, settle themselves out a little bit. But I don't know if we'll ever see a chance for a bigger shakeup than this offseason. I think this offseason is going to be one for the ages. It's going to be fun. Get your Twitter notification set. It's going to be a lot going on. You're going to want to stay on top of it. In fact, set your notifications for PLL updates and my man Stevie Mac. Why not? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Give a give a little shout out to both of us. Definitely give us a follow on social media as well. And also follow along with this podcast. As like I said, there will probably be a ton of stuff being covered over the next few months. And we'll definitely have to get you back on for a lot of those discussions when those come up. But that'll do it for this episode, guys, of Taking the Field with Stevie Mack. Make sure to like, comment, and share on this post. Let us know what you think about the PLL and MLL merger and what you think will happen over the next few months. Because like you said, none of us really know what's going to happen. But we can all have our guesses, and we can all just sit back and watch and let it happen and just enjoy as lacrosse fans. And I'll also link the past episode to our uh, merger discussion in the description for this episode below. But that'll do it for me and Phil, guys. We'll talk to you later.